Hello and welcome. It's Krishna Hari here with another episode of Speaking Broadly, where we discuss the hottest issues in B2B sales. Um, in today's episode, I'll actually be speaking to Mandy Meredith, who heads up our science and technology accounts, uh, to get a bit of a better understanding of where outsourced business development uh, fits within this particular industry. Uh, first off, welcome to the show, Mandy. Hello, thank you very much. How's it going? Not too bad, thank you. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, so, I mean, first things first, really, um, you know, uh, starting broadly, no, no, no pun intended. Um, how, how can someone uh, sort of outside, uh, outside the company, um, you know, such as like an outsourced business developer, you know, represent that sort of company adequately? Um, well, I think it's important uh, that just to stress that broadly speaking, offer a seamless solution. We introduce ourselves as from the company that we're representing and we use their email address and uh, branding. But much more important than that, and uh, most of our clients are worried that we won't understand their proposition. And I, and I agree uh, that it is essential that we get a thorough understanding of the core science behind the product or service that they're offering. So uh, my academic background is useful. I've got a degree in biochemistry and I've also worked in the lab. So that means I've got a working knowledge of the techniques that my prospects are using and the people that we're targeting, and as well as the environment that um, they're working in. All of that helps with credibility um, that we need to engage with prospects. Um, so we'll understand the, uh, the, the science of what's on offer. But with everything that we sell, we need to understand the business uh, benefits of the product or service. Um, so whenever we start a campaign, we work with a client, we do a workshop, um, we spend quality time with them, we understand the business benefits of their product or their service and be the critical, their critical friend on their products and service and what they're offering, their proposition. Yeah, I think I think those are brilliant points. Actually, um, you know, especially when you're you're considering a a product or service that you know the, the temptation's always there. I imagine to sort of sell the uh, the actual product or service, but not understand the core selling points of the company or what makes that company unique. Yeah. Um, so it's very interesting um, uh, with with sort of you know that particular approach of sort of getting to understand uh, what makes that company special. Um, Leading on from that, what sort of potential benefits could uh, outsourcing uh, business development have within the context of the science and technology industry sort of in particular? So outsourcing business development to an agency uh, can seem a risky venture for any company. Uh, broadly speaking, we've got over 21 years of experience. We've got a highly effective approach and we adapt that according to the needs of each of our clients. So... By outsourcing business development, companies can benefit by flexibly increasing their lead generation bandwidth. Um, We can provide their sales teams with qualified new business opportunities, market intelligence and pipeline management. Well, no, that's good. That's brilliant. And, you know, especially when you're considering... um, you know, sometimes the time pressures that happen within internal teams. I mean, it's easier said than done. All this stuff is, you know, it's really easy to talk about. But when you actually speak to an internal marketing team or sales team, whoever, you know, whoever that responsibility may lie with, um, sometimes, you know, you you find that that they just don't have the time. What would be your sort of impression of that, Mandy? 
There, there are definitely um, advantages and disadvantages to having an internal sales team within science and tech. I mean, an internal sales team employed by a company, it's ideally placed to understand uh, the proposition, the product, the service. Um, but employing people in that role as an internal sales team, that's expensive in itself. And can yeah. a company really afford um, to have an internal team focused purely on business development and no other aspects of the business? Yeah, exactly. So by outsourcing your business development to broadly speaking, it allows you that extra flexible resource that can focus purely on business development. We, will, uh, we would ensure that we understand what your proposition is and its business benefits, which we've already talked about. We need to understand those thoroughly we're highly skilled salespeople and we're able to articulate that. No, brilliant. It does seem like, you know, that there could be, you know, there could be, there's arguments both sides, obviously, as you, as you rightly said, you know, in, internal teams have a, have an innate understanding of uh, what you were mentioning before, uh, that sort of core understanding of the, of the unique selling points of the business, you know, why the business is, is, is operational really. Uh, but then on, on the flip side of that, you have uh, people who can genuinely save people time and money. Um, so, so it's, you know, it's, it's a very interesting uh, conversation to have in my opinion um moving on a little bit uh, i mean what what and, and a bit more of a personal angle i imagine what are the biggest challenges you face uh, when working on a business development project so the the biggest challenge in all projects is finding the correct person that's <laughs> the biggest challenge yeah i can relate <laughs> um and then getting hold of them so we do spend time, um, again, it's about understanding the proposition thoroughly so that we know who the key people are to speak to and can find out those uh, key decision makers that will be relevant to a conversation, that will find that conversation interesting. And then really we need to use our, we call it total prospect management, we need to um, surround that prospect with all the correct marketing that's relevant to them. That's the key. So that when, when we do speak to them, it's of interest. And usually it's about polite persistence and timing. Yeah. So really, it's about getting getting under the skin, finding out that core proposition, which, I mean, again, it's easy to say, but in, in actual practice, you know, is, is a real challenge, you know, when trying to convey that to other people, I imagine. Yes, yes, definitely. Oh, brilliant. And, uh, you know, uh, sort of linked to that in a way, um, you know, you did mention your, your total prospect management uh, approach. Um, what mediums uh, do you find the best for approaching leads in the science and tech industry, if you wanted to expand on that a bit? Uh, what, what particular mediums work for you? And, you know, wh where are you sort of trial and erroring, as it were? Well, I think... The ability to have a conversation is still our greatest asset. It's still the best way of talking to people, finding out what they're thinking, yeah. uh, using the sales standard of open question, question technique. Um, so although mostly I'm trying to speak to PhD level scientists, they're very busy they're clever people, but because they're naturally curious, if we're proposing a new product, a service, and it has real benefits, it usually captures their imagination and they're open to a conversation. 
Yeah, that's interesting. That's that's very interesting. You mentioned benefits as well. And I think it might be interesting for uh, our sort of listeners to get an understanding of uh, sort of features versus benefits within the sort of context of the science and technology industry. Um, would you have any sort of opinions on, on sort of the differences between features and benefits in, in, in science and tech? Um, I think it... It, it, depending on the product, if it if it's a actual product or a service, um, as with any sales proposition, we don't want to be a walking catalogue saying, well, it does this, it does that, it does the other. The point is, what is the benefit of it doing that? Yeah. Does it save time? Does it save money? Uh, is this going to help forward your career because you're going to be able to work faster? Are yeah. you going to produce? Are you going to be able to um, have more reproducible results? Yeah. All of these things are key um, factors to scientists, as in any industry. They want to be, uh, they want cost effective. They want to be time efficient. They want to be productive. So, if a product or a service is going to help on those key items, generally people are interested. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's a that's a great example. You mentioned the catalog angle. I suppose a feature would be, you know, a really really cold, you know, thing like it does you know x amount in such and such time but so I'm, what exactly who who cares um but when you're speaking to a, a tech or science professional mm. and you tell them you know the personal benefits of how that can affect them within their industry and, and going back to your core proposition you understand their industry you can empathize with their position and you can go well this this is going to free up your time it's going to allow you to you know integrate with your team more effectively or communicate more effectively how whatever it may be mm. um so it's going back, yeah, adding the personal touch, really, that we've sort of, um, that we've mentioned before. Um, no, that, that's brilliant. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've sort of prepared my key takeaways, really, Mandy. And, uh, you know, I'm really interested in sort of, you know, for our listeners to get an understanding of how they can apply, um, you know, your, your expertise in, in, in their day-to-day lives. So for our tech uh, and science listeners, I, you know, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong here, Mandy, but, you know, it's really about sort of being integrated and seamless uh, with your with your approach. So really sort of, you know, having the right uh, language, uh, you know, tone in your, in, in your language, integrating with their, with their sort of corporate culture. Uh, and the second thing is the most important that you that you mentioned, sort of understanding that core proposition. Am I right? Yes. Yes, yeah. I would agree. Get, um, yeah. Getting under their skin, really understanding, you know, what, you know, what, what their USPs are, their unique selling points. And again, you know, it's, it's much easier said than done. It's, it's, you know, it's something that takes up a lot of people's time going back to the internal teams thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think finally you mentioned the sort of personal touch, really. And, you know, the difference between sort of those those features and benefits um, that sort of helps you really sort of empathise with people. Absolutely. A feature, people will say, so what? They need to know what it's going to provide to them, for them. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Even in science and tech. Yes, which absolutely. Is, you know, you can you can stereotype and say it's, you know, sterile. Um, again, oh, no, no, it's a competitive business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, no pun intended. <laughs> um, no, but thank you for your time, Mandy. Uh, it's been uh, good getting to understand uh, business development within the context of a very specialist sector. We don't often get that, um, uh, that chance, to be honest. Um, that's all we have time for for today. Uh, but please do check us out on Facebook and Twitter by searching for Broadly Speaking. Uh, and all our other podcasts can be found on iTunes, Stitcher and Spotify by searching Speaking Broadly. Thanks for your time, guys. And we'll see you again later.